Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I am your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. This is going to be another episode where we have the fan running because we don't want to perish. We do not want recording. to perish. It's it a is, hot one. It's rather hot in it's our one. It's a hot one in our studio so today. So the headphone listeners, R.I.P. Apologies. It's You'll fine. be okay. It won't even be it's fine. It won't even be noticeable when we start talking. Anyway, but it's going to be now because we've pointed it out. But that's good. okay. I'm good. I'm good with that. People need good. to know. Good people. They need to be in the know. They need to be in the know. You're they right. Need to be in the know. Caleb, um, how's your week? How's your week? Uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. No good. I'd good. say good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. 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 My anxiety medicine's working well, I think, and I feel just dandy. Good. Do you feel dandy? Long work days this week, but you know what? Do you feel ill? Don't even feel bad about it, really. Okay, okay. Sure, I'm a little tired. Yeah, a little tired. A little tired. Not today though. I got good sleep. Got to go in a little bit later today and yeah. work. Yeah, and you didn't I, have to work very long today either, which was nice. Well, because I think so. I, I worked. I was there for nine hours yesterday. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to work for five hours on Friday. Take that. And I did that, <laughs> so I left to record this podcast. Well, there you go. Uh, How are you doing? I'm okay. I've uh, got a lot of stuff in the works. I can't really talk about yet. Uh, but we'll talk about it within the next few weeks, uh, so that should be fun. So stay tuned for that bit of catch-up news worth. Uh, and I yep. don't mean Hunts or Hans. <laughs> but, um... Jeez. Okay, okay Caleb... The green ketchup. The green ketchup. You remember the green? Can you remember the purple ketchup? Gross, all gross. Yeah, it was all gross. Can't take it. it Can't was, do it. It was... You could taste the dye. Gross. It was nasty. Super gross. It was extra, extra sad. Yeah. Caleb, what's your favorite ketchup? Hunts or Heinz? I don't really like ketchup that much. But when you did like ketchup, I don't though. know. Okay. Heinz. Heinz. I don't know. Because that is the best. Heinz is the German. Best. German. <laughs> Heinz or Heinz is Nazi. They're Nazis. <laughs> you heard it here. We apologize to the Heinz Corporation. Hey, nope. Mm-mm. It's just the truth. Oh, okay. Everybody with a German last name, I guess I shouldn't say that. That's because <laughs> oh because because Luther <laughs> Caleb is canceled because Luther is German, I believe. So well, I mean, then I guess technically you're talking about your own pe- people. So I take back what I said. So it's okay. You can take things back, <laughs> or you can never. Okay, I'm not gonna say. It. Good lord, <laughs> I was gonna say something else. We, not we, we're not even three minutes into the episode. And we are off the rails already. We'll save it with the Jason already. Aldean talk, though. Oh, okay. You want to you want to talk about Jason Aldean? Let's talk Jason Aldean. I just don't like him. I never did. I like this doesn't either. change anything about him for me. Yeah. I never liked him. I don't I like. I don't dislike him anymore. I think that it was. It's a, I think that it's an awful song. I think that it very mis. Even even if he had no awareness of what he was doing in the video, which he probably did. Yeah. Uh, oh, he did. He uh, did. Yeah. Come on. And he did not write Come a on. single lyric in that song. <laughs> I don't have to write the song to feel uh, an emotional attachment to it and, and feel that it's speaking what, what I want I to say. Like, I don't know what he I said. I just either. never liked them. So I tell you what. You know, he's in. He's in a. a he, he's got one person going after him that he doesn't really want going after him, and that's Jason. Cheryl Isbell. Crow and Cheryl Crow, but but <laughs> Jason Isbell has absolutely tore him up on Twitter. Well, he's the a, last he's an actual artist. Yeah, he's an actual songwriter. No, he's not. And he 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 challenged. Uh, Jason Aldean to write his next album himself, and we know that wouldn't happen because it would just be trucks and beer and dogs and dirt roads. And it's already and, like that with like multiple riders. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, okay. Jason Aldean is terrible. Jason if, Aldean, if you like, if Jason you, Aldean sucks. Okay, here's the thing about Jason Aldean. If you're a fan of Jason Aldean, get some better artists. I am not even gonna. 
I'm not even going to say. You know, oh, who's, well, you know, you know who's like better than Jason Aldean? And I hate that I'm saying this. Everyone. Morgan Wallen's better than Jason Aldean. And Morgan Wallen sucks. Fun fact. Fun fact. Guess who writes a lot of, of Jason Aldean's songs? Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Not surprised. See, I don't. He's a bad. I don't think he's a very good songwriter. Don't see. Don't see the appeal. I don't at see all. the appeal either. But undeniably, he's a better artist than Jason. Well, Aldean. I tell you what. If you're still listening to the podcast, <laughs> I hope you're not a big Morgan Wallen Jason Aldean Wall- fan. Man, well, no. If you've if you've listened to any past we, episodes we, we've of this, talked, we've of talked this some show, trash about Morgan we have Wallen. talked quite a bit of trash this about is the Morgan first Wallen. Jason Aldean one. Though. Yeah. So he's he's <laughs> awful. Go listen to some better artists such as. Jason Isbell, or um, Cheryl Crow, or listen to just about anybody. The Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> go listen to Led Zeppelin, for God's sake. Yeah. And go listen to Kiss. They're better artists than, than well, yeah, Jason Aldean, for God's sake. What's, anyway. What's next? Caleb, uh, speaking of music, uh, you told me that you listened to the new Blur record. Yeah. Um, and what would you think about it? What, what What's the your first of, impressions? The Ballad of St. Charles, I believe. First impression I listened to it this morning. First impression is that short, which I like. Mm-hmm. I, like I know mm-hmm. some people want a long album, but this album's ten songs in about thirty-five minutes. Wow. Um, I like the first two singles. The Narcissist, particularly, was the first single on this album. And I was like, this is a really like touching song. It doesn't really sound like anything they've done. Right. Uh, but first impression by just listening to the whole album mm-hmm. uh, without doing a re-listen, I will say that it is probably their best work since nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Which I mean, they've only had. Three albums since mm-hmm. 1999, mm-hmm. but I think it's better than the one from the early 2000s and the one from 2015 that they did. Cool. So, uh, yeah, it's different for them. It's a very, very somber album. I like a good, some good somber blur. Uh, doesn't if you, if you're used to like a mid 90s Britpop blur sound, this is just not that. It's mm-hmm. not that, and uh, they, they haven't been that for for some time now. Right. right. But I really like it. I, I I recommend it if you're a, a blur fan or a fan of. Uh, any of those type of bands, you know, because uh, Blur's sort of evolves like like a Radiohead kind of. They're yeah. they're very similar to Radiohead yeah. in that in that regard. But yeah, I liked it. What's next? Well, Caleb, um, I don't know if you had heard about this, but Roger Waters is re-recording the Dark Side of the Moon. Did you hear about this? No, gosh, why would he do yes, that? Yes, he is, and it is called the Dark Side of the Moon Redux. Okay. What an awful idea. Let me tell. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. The first single came out today, and the first single is a re-recording of "Money." Uh-huh. Okay. So the first single off of "Dark Side," the single quotation marks, yeah, of "Dark Side of the Moon." Um, <laughs> to put it lightly, that the song is, for lack of a better word, comatose. Mm-hmm. It is. Lazy. It is long. It is lazy. It, it the tempo the tempo is literally a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. There's no saxophone solos. There's yeah. no guitar solos. Ugh. There's nothing. It's literally and Roger Waters doesn't even sing. He just speaks the lyrics over top of the music. Does anybody like it? I don't. I mean, I are, don't. Are people lying? To I don't. To people aren't lying to themselves. People aren't lying to themselves. Groundbreaking. I looked. I looked on like the the Facebook. Freddie and Michael. Yeah, I looked at the Facebook uh, comments and stuff, and people were like, "Oh, Roger has the right to do anything that he wants to with the music that he wrote, and so on and so forth." And you know what? Sure, that's probably true. But at the end of the day, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think he looked and saw like Taylor Swift re-recording all of her music and getting like these big huge like number ones and and selling all of these records and thought you know what i can do that i could probably do that the pink floyd fan base will Mm -hmm. will will accept that and do that 
it's pretty, like, I would say it's about 70-30 people are like, no, why? Why is this happening? Well, what the, are you doing? The big difference is that Taylor Swift re-recording her songs, there's not a huge a huge difference. Right. In, in what, uh, if anything, it's more of symbolic and yep. empowering that she's finally right. getting, like, the rights to her songs. Uh, it sounds like Roger Waters. Is that Roger Waters? Yeah. Sounds like he's completely kind of changing. It sounds like a demo. Is yeah, what it sounds like, and it, like it, it sounds like something that they would have taken, like he would have made at home on a recording, and then took it in, and then David was like, instead of this spoken word poem situation here, let's put a saxophone solo. Instead yeah. of this spoken word thing here, let's put a guitar solo. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's dude, it's bad. Like it is yeah. so bad. And God bless Roger Waters. Like, it's, like it's, it is true. An artist can do whatever they want to with their music and everything, and that's fine and dandy. Doesn't mean I have to listen to it. Doesn't mean I have yeah. to accept it as as a a track yeah. that I'm going to go back and be like, you know what the 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 re the remade money is better than the the original one from '73. It's it's not. Well, I mean, People need to quit lying to themselves. I'm I mean, sorry. Artists artists can do whatever they want to. They with can their own stuff. They can. It, that includes podcast hosts whenever they pull a topic out of a hat that they don't want to do and then they change it and be like i want to do this topic instead sure sort of sure. like what i did last week you did you did <laughs> I, we, we've come to the point here i believe where we're about 30 episodes into this podcast and i've said 30 episodes for like three weeks now we're almost 30. we're almost to 30 i think this is 28 i think yeah, maybe. anyway so we're we're nearing 30 episodes and you know what we're getting big for our britches we can do what we for want the, to. Well, for the most part, for the most, for the most part, part we, for the most part, we have pulled out the topic and used that and topic. used it. We have. There's we been have. a couple instances where we've decided, you know what? Let's do a Taylor Swift song draft here because it fits the it time. Fits the so t- we're going to do time that. And, and we want to do this because it sort of fit what we were talking about the week before. Yes. So, yes. So, so this could almost be a two-parter to the horror movie draft results that. Uh, that we need to talk about. Uh, yeah, those. Oh, yeah, those. Oh, those old, oh, those old, yeah. those old, old dogs. Okay. Those old things. Yeah, you beat me. Like, I did. I don't substantially. Know, I yeah. Like, it was it was bad. I think it was... I think you got double the votes that I did. And, maybe. folks, let me tell you something. Let me tell you all something. My prediction is that it was 20 to 6 or 20 to 7, maybe. Something like that. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was bad. It was, yeah. a, it was a beating. Yeah. And you know what? I hate all of them. I guess I didn't expect that. I didn't expect uh, that either. I expected it to be. I expected it to be close. Well, like I said, you had those slashers, so I was like, maybe people are. But I guess people. Oh, Freddy and Michael. People aren't all about that as much as I want. They're more about The Shining and Alien. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Hereditary. I mean, the, the people. I know there's some people that still are not sold on the Ari Aster Hereditary train, but right. As a modern horror movie, I think it's a classic in a lot of people's eyes. Sure, and, uh, sure. Alien, Alien's a classic. You know? I know, but it's, it, I, I mean... I guess, could you consider Alien a space slasher? Kind of. Um, people die one by one, kind of. Sure, it's, but, I mean, but, but, it, but it's just presented in a much different way. Yeah. Just different. I mean, I would, I, yeah, it's beautiful. I would, it's, I would it, call it It's that. a film. It's yeah. a film, you yeah. know. You know, it's not like a Jason yeah. movie. It's yeah. an actual, like, quote-unquote It's an art piece. Film, you know, it's, it's beautiful. So yeah, you smacked the tar out of me. That one. That's it's okay. really the first one that, that I've won on Facebook handedly. I've never yeah. won any on Facebook. I've yeah. won one on the TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, but on Facebook I've lost everything. Yeah, because but this one. people don't know how to vote until this time they did. They knew how to vote. <laughs> so I trust you guys. Either, any, anyway, talking about like what we talked about last week with it. Any of those thirty movies, you're gonna have fun watching them. So yeah, you know. I wouldn't consider any of those movies. Uh, I wouldn't bad consider any of them bad no, at all. No. Um, but yeah, so you. You beat the beat the snot out of me with it. I still don't agree with it. I think you all need to check yourselves because you wrecked yourselves. Put a little uh, bit too, too much comedy on yours, I think. 
Too much comedy. Well, yeah, I had Tremors, Tucker and Dale, Cabin in the Woods, Scream. Scream. Yeah, I did have quite a bit. I think I only had. I really only had Evil Dead Two, maybe, because I don't consider the first Evil Dead movie to be all that all that comedic. So, well, people they spoke. People they said, "Stop making me laugh and scare me." I still like you, and I'm still happy that you listen to the podcast, but. At the same time, you suck. So I think you guys, you guys are ch- champs. You guys are champions. Ooh, no, champions. Champs, champs. Caleb, we need to talk about movie theater etiquette and movie theater experiences, and that's our topic for this week. That is the topic, Caleb. But you know, as we uh, the episode is best and worst theater experiences, but. There's 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 gray lines. There's there's, gray, th- yes. there's things to talk about. Sometimes you can't remember every movie experience, but you can remember things that annoy you with the movie theater, yes. things that you love about a movie theater. Yes. So, Caleb, what are some of the things that you love about the movie theater in general? Uh, what are some of the things that you absolutely love? You know, uh, I love I love when a theater is all in on it. They're all in on the same. They're all in the same boat with yes. the movie that you're watching. Nobody's turning against it, and everyone's loving it. And even if that means people having like audible reactions to things, sometimes that that, that, that could be great for a movie. Yes. Uh, and it, you know it, all, it's just all the much better if the movie is really really good yeah and we I think we've all had experiences like that where uh, in the moment it feels it feels life altering it's yes. really not because yeah. then like a week later like oh I'm still depressed <laughs> <laughs> but whenever you're watching a movie it can be a, I think a magical experience I think almost regardless of which movie theater you're in yeah. you got the big screen there and the sound's working good and you got a, you got a solid crowd yeah. with you even if there's like five people there yeah if everyone's in on it I think there's not much you can beat yeah. in terms of like, everybody. Love, everybody has a good to be movie theater experience. Everybody's got to be invested. Yeah, got to be invested. We don't want, we don't want one person to ruin everyone's yeah. time. And there know? have been there times, have been times like that. We'll, talk, we'll talk about some of that. Um, but I would say, you know what I love? My my personal favorite stuff about a movie theater is is when you are really really hyped for a film mm-hmm. and it's a blockbuster film. Yeah. And you walk into a theater and they have like the cardboard, the big cardboard cutouts and yeah. stuff, and you see the big, the big advertisements and and just they have popcorn tins and the com- the camaraderie yeah. and the novelty of everything. Yeah. Like last the night, commercialization, well, the commercialization <laughs> of movies. When we went into uh, see Barbie last night, when uh, which we'll talk about Barbie here in a little bit probably. Um, they had the big popcorn buckets. They like did. Those big this metal. makes a few this year. That it they, makes a few this that. year. They did for Guardians, too. And, um, well, AMC theaters right now have got a popcorn bucket that is a car. Did you see this? No. It is, the bar- it is the Barbie dream car. Oh, cool. Okay. And a Barbie can actually legitimately fit into this Barbie dream car, uh-huh. but you take the seats out, and it's a popcorn bucket. Oh, that's neat. And uh, so they're doing that. Um, there was a movie theater, I think it might have been in Asia, maybe, mm-hmm. that was selling uh, boxes, the Barbie doll boxes that were popcorn tins. Um, and one place was selling the um, was selling like a purse that looked like ro- the rollerblades that were popcorn oh, buckets oh. and stuff. So like the I, actual the ones that they wore in the movie. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so it was. I think that's really, really cool when a movie yeah. theater and the movie and the company and the studio goes all in on a movie that they know is going to be a success. And Barbie's probably going to be number one this week. Yeah. I, I Without question, I think Barbie will be number one in the U.S. box office this oh, week. Oh, it's going to be, no doubt. I think it'll make anywhere between 
90 to 130 million. Yeah, I think, and that's pretty good. And yeah. I, you know what? And Oppenheimer will be no slouch. It is great, yeah. great week, and we haven't yeah. watched Oppenheimer yet. But yeah. by the time this episode releases, we yeah. will have. So great week, great. If yeah, if you're a movie fan, it's a great weekend. Yeah. Considering everything that's happening in the movie world, that just sucks yeah. right now when it yeah. comes to the, the, the writers and the actors strike. Yeah. Hopefully, they, they pay them the proper amount of money yeah. that they they all deserve. I mean, geez, did you, and if you're, did and you if see you're, some of those residuals? Some yeah, of the, some of those like Netflix like stars were getting like twenty I, like twenty dollar checks. Some of them. Oh were. my god! Are yeah, you they, serious? Like dude? people on Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, yeah, like awful like wow. residual checks. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, you know, you think about uh, the blockbuster movie stars and. There's only like a handful of actors like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. There's still a lot of like like blue collar actors out there mm-hmm. that are just like working paycheck yeah. to paycheck literally and it'd be nice for them to get a, a little decent, bit. decent residual check every well, once in a while. I had saw something about the writer strike that they were about something with extras, how they were just going to scan extras and then pay them like a flat fee and then just be able to use them however they, they wanted, wanted to. Use like, they want to. They're they're they're, ta- they're talking about wanting to use like AI and stuff like that for uh, <sighs> yeah, d- in order to use extras. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's went it's, too far. It's upsetting. It's went too far. This, these these corporate the CEOs just need to pay because they have way too much money. Every single one of them do. Yeah. Bob Iger being the most one because he spoke, he put his foot in his mouth last week and said some stupid stuff. Yeah, just pay him, just do just it, just pay people. You don't. I don't think they. We don't. It'll be. It'll be catastrophic for this to last till October, November. It'll be catastrophic yeah. for next year. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of you won't get a lot of movies next year. Well, you won't. Get but a lot you of, might get a lot of indies, but. You won't get a lot of the streaming shows and stuff either. You won't, you know, because the Rider Strike's been going on for a while. Now. The Rider Strike, yeah, because I, yeah. I had saw the other day where in Disney territory, uh, the Rider Strike has affected uh, The Mandalorian Season 4. Mm-hmm. That was in the first few production things. Yeah. They were in production, and it's now it's stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, Andor Season 2 is done. It's completely done, but they can't finish it because they don't have anybody to work on it. Yeah. So and they can't promote it, and they can't promote, they can't promote it. it. Um, and I think that maybe it was they, they said that they were in the last stages of post production. I think for that. So, uh-huh. I mean, hey. I mean, I'm Stranger sorry. Things. They're talking like a, a, yes, a, a yeah. 2025, 2026. Jeez. Yeah. So I mean, geez, you know. Hopefully they, they figure those out kids. Like, those kids are going to be thirty years old. Sorry, by the time that comes out. This is all. It's movie related. It's movie related. You know, this this impacts the movie theater. It does. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it does. But but getting back to what we were talking about, um, I really do love the commercialization that they they implement in some of these movies. Oh yeah. Um, it can be it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, but anyway, moving moving on, moving on. Popcorn, Caleb. Popcorn. Not, yeah, I'll get the. I'll uh, get the popcorn. I'll, I'll get to. I it, love okay? me some. I love me some I movie theater popcorn. popcorn. Okay? Now we said that. Love me some Let's talk about popcorn. some things that annoy us. Okay, in a movie okay. theater, and okay. you know, I, I've got a list. I got a list of five things here. Okay, that uh, I could probably. Th- I also got a big list of movies here. Okay, that I just remember vividly. But the the first one here is is fresh in our minds, kind of, because it's uh when it's a nearly empty theater and someone decides to sit right behind you. This was annoying pre-COVID before you were you assigned your seats. Yep, and it was it was especially annoying last week when we watched Mission Impossible when yes. somebody did it with six seven people in the theater yep. in a big theater. Yep. but yep. it's not the first time it's happened to me. Yep. that's happened to me a handful of times. Yep. But Mission Impossible is the is the most fresh in my brain. I remember watching The Shallows in theaters by myself in 2016, mm-hmm. and there may have been 15 people. It was in the big theater, and this couple decided to sit. Right behind me, mm-hmm. and it, it seemed like it was their first date. So oh, you know, the God. guy's trying to impress the girl, and, and I had to hear that through the whole movie. So it's like, I don't. 
if you're going to talk and, and, and be crappy, at the very least, get away from go it. Outside, or go, go to the top right-hand corner yep. or something. I mean, geez. I, I'm there to well, watch it. I paid money. I'm there to watch the movie. Well, and also that, uh, on, on, the, on the flip side of that, Caleb, on the flip side, if you're going to come in and just have a conversation with somebody, go outside. Go yeah. outside. Yeah. That's not what the movie theater's for. Yeah. If you want to talk to somebody... Do it through a text message or do it on the phone outside or just go somewhere where talking and things like that and being rude to people uh, is accepted. Yeah. Go to a restaurant. Yeah. Because yeah. the money that you spent on popcorn and drinks and a movie ticket, you could have bought something nice at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, the pricing. You know, the theaters, they basically have, they have to charge that much to, oh, of course. to make money. Of course. But I don't buy anything. And that's to my next <laughs> I don't buy anything. I just don't. I, there's something about I don't like to be eating food when I'm watching it. Some people, you know, like you, you're. I don't even notice that you're eating popcorn during the movie. But some oh, people are, are annoying, and that guy was chomping on that popcorn during Mission Impossible. But we already talked about that on an episode. Some other things we're talking about it again. The things, some things that annoy me about food in general. You know, they have these ices. Oh, and yeah. I, I watched. You wasn't with me, but I watched the Muppets. The Muppets that, in that 20 stupid straw gimmick. The Muppets in 2011. Yeah. Which I loved. Yeah. There was a kid, you know, I'm not letting kids slide. Oh, no. I'm not letting no oh, one no. slide. Nobody slide. A kid constantly kept sliding his straw up and down the icy cup, you know, because it has the lid, so it's making that noise. That's almost like, that, that's essentially like nails on a chalkboard. And the parents did nothing about it. I hate the candy wrappers too now. You got to stop that. That is, <laughs> sorry, RIP audience again. Jeez. But yeah, that. that I, it just annoys me when you bring a kid, and the kid was probably into the movie, but he kept doing that. And it was kept, annoying, yeah, yeah. and the parents weren't doing anything about it. Get that it. kid a fidget spinner, Gosh. for God's sake. Somebody get some pants on this kid? <laughs> <laughs> that was a wedding singer quote. Um, but yeah, candy in general, you know. Uh, candy candy annoys me more than anything. Candy annoys me more than I, anything. I don't know if it annoys me the most, but it definitely gets under my skin. The two, the two things that annoy me the most when it comes to food in a movie theater is the rattling of the paper, the the ba- the, the candy wrappers, and people chewing with their freaking mouths open. Yeah. And just chomping, 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 chomping like a woodchuck back there. Yeah. And I'm just like, we is it is it impossible to close your lips while you chew? Is your mouth so full it's that tough. you're choking? It's a tough one for some people. One piece <laughs> at a time, folks. Savor the flavor. But to, to move things back into a positive light, talking about a movie that I had a really good time watching. This one, I just remember just now that I watched this movie twice in theaters, and one time was really great, and the other time was uh, not so much. Okay, and that was a. Uh, Drag Me to Hell in t- 2009, which I talked okay. about in the movie draft episode. I dra- it was my last pick of the draft, and I said I just had a lot of fun with it. I watched it with a friend yeah. on like a Tuesday, and we're like, let's bring our other friends to this on Wednesday and watch this again. This was such a fun time. Really good jump scares, good comedy. And there was nobody there the first time we watched it. We were by uh-huh. ourselves, and we sat in the background. Uh-huh. It was awesome. It was like a roller coaster ride. Then we went again the next day, midday, and there was more people, and there were some teenagers there. Uh, teenagers and they were like, they did not understand the tone of the movie. Yeah. How it's got kind of goofy. Yeah. And they were audibly loud about how stupid they thought the movie was. And that just, oh God, nothing annoys me more. No, I think nothing annoys me more whenever you don't realize what movie you're getting into before watching it. Sure. Like, th- sure. Th- that annoys me so much. Sure. And that that ties in a little bit to Barbie. We can we can talk about Barbie. Oh God. We can talk about Barbie last night. Bar- I did. I- to me, personally, for me personally, I did not have an awful experience watching Barbie, no. and, I, and I really loved the movie. No, it's very I didn't have, funny. I didn't have a bad it's experience. very funny. It's beautifully directed. Um, it's it's kind of deep too. It has yeah. some deep themes in it. Um, but but I think that some people might not expect 
the movie to be what it is. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. might expect, oh, it's just going to be, I love Barbie growing it's gonna up. Be a it's going to be movie. It's going to be Barbie, it's going to be a kid's movie. And, and it I, ain't. I would say, it ain't. I would say if you're maybe eight and above, you might be able to understand some of the things the movie's talking about. But I think if you're four through six, you might not be interested in that no. movie. You might not be. No. Because that's how it was when we watched um, Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, if you got toddlers yeah. or small kids, uh, it'll be pretty. It's pink and it looks yep. good. But I think once it gets into what the movie's about, yeah. uh, once the substance gets there, it's, maybe it's not gone. even kids. Because we had no. a group of four women in no. front of us that just constantly got on their phones and were talking to, into each other's ears, but loud. Yeah. Uh, That's it, another thing. It didn't bother me that much, but I was like, why would you come to this movie? That you clearly you're excited yep. for. It's a Thursday night, yep. and it's the first night explained You wanted yep. to watch this movie, yep. but now you're just disinterested. S- now and you're checking through your your uh, iMessages. A, a side note. And, and, I'm, hold on, and I'm looking at those iMessages, and I don't see any new messages. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's no new messages. Get off your phone, dude. Get. I think off. I have your that here phone. As, as one of my things. I say I think that getting on your phone during a movie should be a crime. <laughs> I, you know what, dude? I think? It's like it's like it might be. Depending on how obnoxious they are, it might be the worst offense in a movie. Theater. You know what I think should happen with a movie with a with a phone when you go into the movie theater. You know what I think should happen. What I think every single movie theater should have to have one of those Ziploc bags uh-huh. for movie theaters. Every single one. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you no, know what I'm talking I don't about? Elaborate, elaborate. Okay, so some concerts now when you go to them, yeah, they're cell phone free. Uh, yeah. Yeah, concerts. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you go in, you have to put your cell okay. phone in a bag, mm-hmm. and you can't take it out of this bag. If you pull the bag open or anything like that before the show's over, you're gone. You're out. Oh man, that would be a shame. That would be such a shame, a shame to happen in a movie theater. Aww, now here's the you thing. Lost your little phone. Now here's the Pay thing. Pay attention to the movie. Here's the thing. Pay attention to Freddie Got Fingered. Okay. <laughs> here's the thing. All of this could be circumvented. And I know that would be very, very expensive for movie theaters. I'm sure that those bags are not cheap. Mm-hmm. Stay off your phone. For real. It's so easy. Stay off It's of easy. If, if you have a family emergency or anything like that, fine. That's perfectly fine. I understand that things happen. Things do happen. Mm-hmm. But if you're just sitting there scrolling through Facebook, playing games. You remember when we went to, speaking of, do you remember when we went, and maybe, maybe you didn't go with us. We went to a movie and there was a person that was sitting to our right playing like Bejeweled. Do you remember this? Maybe. I've seen people playing games on their phone a lot. Why are you there? I don't know. Why are you it's there? A, that's the thing that, that, that ties into theater etiquette. Some people, they were just, they were never taught what, how no. to act in a movie theater. And, and it's, it it's kind gotten, of insane. It's gotten worse since COVID, too. I don't know. It's I don't gotten know, worse. I, I or have, maybe I was just I so have most of my vivid experiences that I remember here from 2012. 2019. Well, maybe it's just I have become so disconjoined. And you want to know why that is? Because between 2016 and 2019, we were just watching more movies. And when you watch... Could be. We were getting the movies for free. I was working at the theater. I was getting you into into movies for free. When you watch more movies, you're going to be exposed to more people being trash in a movie theater. Maybe. Now we just kind of watch what we want. We kind of watch just what we really want to watch and maybe 10 to 20% of the time someone's going to be awful. Yeah. And, you know... As as low as percent as that sounds, it's still too much. Just don't be awful in a movie theater. You know, you know what you know what also hurts, um, and what your your choice is about those films are. And I've noticed this since we since we started to really pay for movies and stuff again, mm-hmm. which we have no problem doing. Oh, I don't you mind know. We don't, we don't care. They're pretty cheap. Yeah, anyway, we don't so, care. Yeah. 
that's also one of the things that I do love about our theater is that our it's theater cheaper is the cheaper theaters. than the other theaters. Yeah. Um, the problem is is that your it's great for the movie theater, but bargain days are the worst for moviegoers. It sometimes I would say the majority of the sometimes time. because that, what, what, the last movie I have listed here was the last movie that annoyed me. Yeah. Really annoyed me, and I mm-hmm. talked. I think I talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse? We watched mm-hmm. that on preview night Thursday. Yes, and there were kids behind us, and they were totally disinterested in the movie, and they yep. were very noisy for yep. thirty minutes until their parents left with them. Yep. I was like, "Thank God," because they took me out of this. But we went back on Tuesday on Bargain Tuesday, yep. and everybody was solid. Yeah, we even had a group of like younger guys sit beside of us. Yeah. And even they were solid. I yeah. thought they were going to be annoying, but they weren't. Yeah. So it just depends. Depend- I think it depends on what movie. I, I think if you I go, it, I think, I think if you go watch a, a movie, a horror movie, or a kid that's a movie that's definitely kid oriented yeah. on Tuesday, you might have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> but if you watch like a, let's say if we were to watch like something like The Green Knight on a Tuesday, you're, I think we'd be lucky to have five people in there because it's The Green Knight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but, if you go watch a smaller movie that's yeah. That doesn't appeal to as many people. We're, yeah. we're across the spot of us. Uh, I think there was maybe that Tuesday night, there was maybe more comic book clubs. Well, the thing there. of it is, too, on that on that Tuesday night, we did see the later 7 o'clock show sure. compared to the So I mean, the it might have been right a little different six. if we went to the one. Right. Yeah. I, I, just to me, sometimes it can be very iffy and very chancy of what you're going to get on a bargain day. Yeah, I think we But I think, again, it depends, like you said, on the movie that you're going to see. I would almost say don't ever see a kids movie on Bargain Tuesday. Oh God! Well, I think we watched Aladdin on a Bargain Tuesday. Yeah, it, it was, was it was kind of terrible. Bad. It wasn't the worst because here's <laughs> here's how I rate terribleness in a movie. If I'm not that into the movie, I go. I guess I don't care as much. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, why would people act like this? Yeah. So Aladdin was whatever to me. Yeah. But if it's something that I'm really into, I'll, I'll get I get mad. Yeah. I get upset. Now yeah. I have a hard time confronting people. That, that's another thing that I want to talk about. Is that I just I just do my my me confronting people. For instance. Whenever we watched Men last year, yes. this is the way I confront people. I know the people that work there. I will get on my phone and text them like, hey, these people are being loud. Yeah. Do something. And they did. Yeah. They stopped those people from talking yeah. the second half of Men, and we could enjoy the absolute madness that, that is movie became. Uh, if we, I didn't witness anything, they would have been awful during yeah. the third act. Yeah. Because that movie yeah. does some things. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's. If, if they're so bad that I'm just like, I can't take this, I will. Yeah, contact someone that's working there and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, uh, that's my care in me." But it's really not. It's not too much to ask for someone when you pay for your movie. Yeah, to ask the same of others to just be yeah. like courteous. I mean, well, case in point, the Green Knight. When the, the thing with that, I've had a couple instances like that too, where someone's behind us and they're really into the movie and the lore so much so that they can't stop talking about it. Right. They're being like a nerd about it. And they yeah. did that with the Green Knight, and the, a, a kid did that. When I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, mm. I believe uh, they're in the Green Knight. Your wife, Nancy, yep. told them to yep. shut up. Man, man. And it takes a lot. It takes yeah. a lot for yeah, Nancy that to, I've to, never done. To, 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 to snap at somebody. Yeah. But for her to whip around and go, <laughs> let me, let me it, t- t- it takes a lot. And for her to do that, I applaud her for that because he did shut up. Yeah, he did oh, shut yeah. up. We, got, we were able to do it because that first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, this I'm not into bad. this because this kid's not. Uh, let me tell you about an experience I had that's a little bit more of a gray area. Okay. Because um, it's not like it's bad, but it's it's too good It's too good to not talk about. Yep. It is a movie theater experience. So me and uh, our friend Chris mm-hmm. went to go watch Magic Mike in 2012. Okay. We also watched Magic Mike XXL a couple years later because yeah. we were like, well, we watched the first one. We liked it a lot. But we watched it, and, you know, it was a, it, there was a lot of people there. Uh 
we were sitting in a, in a, a couple good seats, and the usher came up and asked us if we could move so this group of women could sit here. And we did. We, we did. It's just that's something that's never happened to me, and it, it's yeah. never happened to me since. It, it was odd. I, it got a laugh out of me, but I was yeah. like, that is really, really odd <laughs> for a group of women to say, like, we want to sit where they're sitting. Yeah. Uh, we have like eight women. We want to sit where they're sitting. We moved. It was, it was whatever. Yeah. We, got, we got a chuckle out. It was like, maybe this movie's not... It wasn't Vi- for It's not you. visually for, for yeah. our demographic, but uh, thematically, I think the movie is very good. It's yeah. depressing. It, it talks about uh, the state of uh, jobs in America. Yeah. It, was, it was very good. But uh, yeah, that, that was just a weird one. <laughs> no, I've never experienced Also, the weird... The, if we're, if we're, okay, if we're going to talk about weird I gotta, movies I, yeah, and us I got that us one being, here, too. Well, I that's, got, actually, I put that in best movie theater experiences. Well, see, I was going to go ahead. I, dude, these we are all, talk, over, these oh, are no, all no, over the place. I'm just, anyway. going, I'm just going all over the place. I'm, I'm going back and forth. If, if we're going to talk, if we're gonna talk uh, best movie theater experiences, we have to talk about when we watched Fifty Shades Freed. And the thing is that it's an awful, awful movie. So It's terrible. It's a but terrible movie. But we had a good time. It was We went on Thursday, the Thursday preview night. Thursday preview night. There was a lot of people. A lot of women. There was a lot of. We said at the end of a row, we got like, listen, we got into the movie for free. Okay, I don't yeah. think we would have paid to watch it, uh, but we were doing. No, I, th- I think we said we would because uh, at the really? time that was the first movie that we had done for the movie show for our movie show. We like we that was the very. I was like, this is the one. This is the first one we had. So to we do. had we had these women sit beside of us, and uh, they, you know, <laughs> the women were just they were just pumped about being. They were the pumped. They were and pumped. The, the woman put her drink beside me in the in the cup holder. She was like, it's like, you can't have any of this. I was like, why would I why ask that? She was like, wait, how old are you? And I was like, I was, I was 28 at the time. Yep. She was like, oh, yeah, you can have some. Yeah. So she, she spiked her drink with a liquor or alcohol or something like that. Yeah. But they were having a daggone good yeah, time. They were, that was a good time. Because that, that movie is bad. Yeah. But there was a scene where Jamie Dorman's uh, character is like, I, I think I need to shave. Because he had a beard. And <laughs> the woman was, was like, it's like, it's like, oh, honey, don't you dare. Don't you dare like, shave oh, that beard off. Like, don't you dare shave that it was just a lot of good crowd interactions, well, and that worked with the crowd being loud because the movie sucked. Well, if it made it more fun. If you remember, though, a lot of people that were in the rows behind us were people that I worked with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was that. it was people. And okay, so at this like, time, excuse me, boys, but what are you doing? Yeah. Oh wait, was that when, was that when I watched Magic Mike? What? When did they say what are y'all doing here? Was that for that was for that was for Fifty Shades Free because they said it to me. Because they said it to me. Okay, that happened when I watched Magic Mike. Too. So, so like, excuse me, boys, no offense, but what are y'all doing here? It was a bu- <laughs> it was a bunch of people that I used to work with. Um, actually, technically, that I, I work with now, but at the time I was working at another uh, office in our state, so yeah. I hadn't seen them in a good probably eight ten months. Mm-hmm. And so we go in and sit down, and I hear these voices, and I know these voices because I've heard these voices for so long, and I spin my head around. And it is a whole row of people uh, that work at the place that I work now. Yeah. And I looked and waved, and they said, Oh, my God, what are you doing in this movie? <laughs> and I was like, me and, I said, well, me and uh, my friend Caleb came to watch it. And they were like, oh, okay. I guess they thought you and I were a couple or something I like d- that, which is fine. Which is What fine. I remember vividly with us is that, that at that time we were like, we were we were sort of self conscious about we were sort of yeah we were like we couldn't tell people enough that oh we got a movie review we got a movie show. review show <laughs> I think we, we just we even wanted to get shirts made it's like yeah. oh, we're reviewing this movie yeah <laughs> but in retrospect it, 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 it was fun it was fun it was a fun experience <laughs> and and they had a blast and we we had a blast because of the theater experience so you know and the movie was an F so I mean yeah yeah so let me tell it's you a terrible about movie arg- arguably for me my uh, worst movie theater experience you weren't there okay. I think that if it would have happened 
in my late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. oh, God, Josh, I wouldn't have made it. I would not have made it, but I might have been a little bit cooler in, when I was 23. Okay. So I went to a movie with my girlfriend at the time. We watched uh, Mama, a horror movie. Mama. This was a packed house. Mama. The manager came out before the movie said, hey, guys, this is a sold-out theater. Everyone just needs to cooperate with each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Everyone <laughs> get comfy. It was, so I had, I was, me and my girlfriend were sitting here. I had some teenage girls to my side, maybe even like preteen. I don't oh, know. Oh God! I, and they were behind me. And Mama was PG thirteen, wasn't it? Yes. Oh He was PG thirteen, and the the girls. I'm sorry. These girls were also behind me, and they were climbing over the seats during the movie because they were quote unquote scared, and they just did Aww. not stop. Did not stop, Josh. I think if that would happen to me and you now, we would have flipped out. Oh yeah, because I would have looked at him and out. told him to sit the. Damn, I guess at the time I was I, I guess I, I was like the movie's whatever I guess, oh, whatever I don't care but yeah that in retrospect that had to have been the most infuriating because it was it was a packed <sighs> theater and they like who does that who climbs over seats that, this happened multiple times yeah they were like they were like hitting they were like their feet were hitting me I was like what is, what is this it's like who, where are your parents <laughs> <laughs> they weren't there I'll go ahead and tell you that right insane. now they I, weren't I just, there I just don't yeah whatever. Uh, but on the opposite end of that, uh, you know, there's a lot of movies that me and you haven't seen in the movies together that I also that I've have actually had a really great time in. Right. One of my best times in a movie theater was watching a movie that you drafted in the horror draft last week, which was The Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my dad went to watch it. I was super pumped about it because yeah. I'd heard like such good things. We just had such a fun time. Uh, there was probably 15 people in the theater, mm-hmm. and we were just laughing that whole movie, you know, because I guess maybe we didn't expect it to be as funny and as fun and, like, subversive as yeah. it is. We just had a great time, especially in that third act when so many monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many, like, horror trope reveals. The and unicorn. Just, it's just, it, that was just such a great time. Like, literally, like, probably one of the, the most fun times, you know, when you get to watch a good movie with... Uh, mm-hmm. With with my dad, I mean, I don't we don't go to the movies that often, but that was a good that was yeah. good that was a good choice. I think that on me because I made that choice. Well, uh, <laughs> since we're going to talk about uh, our favorite our best movie theater experiences, two that come to mind for me: one is good, one was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go good first because it, it play the second movie plays into the first movie. Yeah. Um, watching the Marvel movies in Nitro was always a blast because it was a sold-out theater and especially watching Endgame. Endgame was absolutely one of my favorite movie experiences ever because it was like being at a sports game. Mm-hmm. But not in a bad way. Was it packed? In the- oh, it was packed. Okay. Well, the thing of it was, okay, so Endgame, when it was announced at the Nitro Regal Cinema, it sold out six showings at seven o'clock. Okay, yeah. it was insane. Like I have never seen this many people at a movie theater at once mm-hmm. because it sold out six theaters at seven o'clock, and then it turned around and sold out uh, showings at ten o'clock mm-hmm. um, or ten fifteen or ten wow. twenty, whenever it was. It was. A three hour movie. Yeah, too. and it was selling. It yeah. was like bam, bam, bam. And when we went out, when we were leaving the, the theater. Up on the bulletin board, you know how it's got, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, got things. They were still adding shows. <laughs> yeah, they were adding more shows up there, and 
the guy, the guys at the theater, are like, well, we're going to keep selling you know, shows until yeah. it's done, until people don't we don't sell out these theaters, you know. Yeah. Dude, Endgame made so much money at Nitro that night. I it's guarantee it. it. I bet it did um, on every every but, theater. Yeah, but was like a sports game uh, when when Cap finally gets uh, Thor's hammer. It was like that place. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I watched exploded. I watched Endgame. The, the, maybe a, a night or two before it came out because mm-hmm. I worked at the theater and I was with 10 to 12 people yeah. watching it at midnight. Yeah. And that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was cool. Everybody was mm-hmm. the fa- a fan and mm-hmm. nobody made any noise. It was great. Yeah. I also watched it when it came out that Thursday with my dad. Yeah. Tons of nerds in that theater. Yeah. They were a little noisy. Yeah. Didn't bother me as much. Yeah, I knew what was going to happen. I, right. knew, I knew what was going to happen and they were legitimately into that mm-hmm. movie. So whenever Cap's going to grab the hammer, you, you heard people audibly react yeah. to that. Yeah. And I was like, this is this was actually really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Same thing with 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 Avengers Assemble. Same thing. Yeah. It same. Like it was like an explosion I mean, went off. I, I felt like I, I wanted to, I wanted to speak up on that. But yeah. I couldn't. I was like, contain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but um, on the opposite end of that, huh? Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, did you have a bad No Way Home experience? Were you not with us that night? No. I okay. watched it with my parents. All right. So we decided... I watched it with you on uh, the Thursday night, but it wasn't bad. People were cool. Right. This was the maybe the second time then we watched okay, it. Yeah. We went back and watched it. I want to say it was on... It was that same weekend. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. The theater was sold out. Oh, yeah. You told me about the that. The theater was oversold. Oh, yeah. The theater was oversold because... And it had nothing to do with... The Greater Huntington Theater. Yeah. People had went and bought tickets for Park Place mm-hmm. and thought they had bought tickets for Logan. God, people are so stupid. So when, little insider information, when they were coming in to get their tickets, they had bought them for the wrong theater, theater. when yeah. they walked in. Okay. So when they would walk in, the people that were working the front of the theater had to refund them the tickets that they had purchased and then try to figure out somewhere to put them for this showing that was uh-huh. coming up. They had oversold the theater. Yeah. So luckily though, they had like Spider Man was doing so good they had a, they had like showings at seven, seven, ten, you know, blah blah blah. Oh yeah. And people were coming in and like legitimately like being pissed at people because they were in their seats and they were like no, you're you're. This is not the theater that you're supposed to be in. That movie got started 20 minutes late. Oh yeah, because of people not being able to find their seats. Yeah. They had three ushers in Austin had to come in there mm-hmm. to get people where they needed to be because people weren't even sitting in the seats they were supposed to be sitting in. Yeah. And folks, let me tell you something. If you go to a theater and it has a reserved seat, if you if you go into a theater that has reserved seats. Look where you're going. You know that there is rows on the sides of the chairs and the numbers are on the chairs somewhere. And if you've been to that theater before or you haven't been to that theater before and it's your first time, check to make sure yeah. you know where they are the next time. Yeah, from, from my understanding, uh, No Way Home that whole first weekend was a nightmare. Yeah, uh, apparently logistically it was. Because uh, apparently that was just a big issue all weekend of people yeah. sitting in seats that weren't yeah. their assigned seats. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had a, I actually had a bad experience watching No Way Home the second time too, because I took my parents, mm-hmm. and uh, there were still a lot of people there. I, w- I wouldn't say it was a sold out crowd or anything. But yeah, we were sitting in that front row behind the handicapped seats, mm-hmm. so a little ways back. Yeah, not like too too not too close up. Mm-hmm. And there were these probably preteen boys to my left, mm-hmm. and 
they made the movie about them. They wanted of to make course. the movie about them. They were speaking up on everything. They were they were audibly reacting to things in the movie that actually the things they were saying had nothing to do with what was happening on the right. screen. Right. It was, oh my gosh. It was so it was so annoying. They were doing like TikTok phrases whenever something like remotely <sighs> literally like remotely like homoerotic would happen. They'd be like, "Hey yo." They'd be like, "What on earth was that?" Yeah. What was that? Like, oh, God, it annoyed me so much. And the scene, this movie's been out for three year, two years, folks. <laughs> it's been out for two years, okay? If you ain't seen it by now, so sorry. The scene where Andrew Garfield saves MJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kid was like, Red Dead Redemption 2. Or Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 3. I don't know what it was. And I was like, <sighs> What is ha- why, why? Why have we devolved? What is How the, what are, devolved? Who are these? Ki- where are these kids' parents? <laughs> That's always my response. Like, where are these kids' parents? Yeah. Where Where are your guardians? <laughs> oh God! It just annoyed me. They were just doing. It's like it's like they just live by TikTok. Sure. That annoys me so much. Sure, dude. I, you know, I scroll through TikTok. I don't. It don't rule my life. I'm not constantly quoting yeah. stupid things on yeah. TikTok. But gosh, yeah. oh, you give the, you give a 12 year old a 13 year old TikTok. Gosh. A nightmare. It's on. So we both had a bad second experience with Spider-Man, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it was, it was pretty terrible. Uh, let me tell you about a movie that me and you did watch together. This Uh-oh. is the first movie I have on here of us watching together. It was 2013. Okay. It eventually became a good experience. Okay. It's for a movie that I think is a little bit underappreciated and underrated, that's as above, so below. Do you okay. remember when we watched this movie, there was two guys to our right behind us. They, they weren't right behind us, but they were to our right and in the next row. And they were just the first fi- the first five to ten minutes. They were literally just making fun of the movie and making jokes until a guy in front of them turned around and told them to shut up. And that movie was on track to be an unbearable experience. That that slowly rings a bell. The thing that helps is that we were able to enjoy the the bulk of the movie. Yeah, but yeah. that first ten minutes, if that guy wouldn't have said shut up, we would have been hurting. I yep. think we would have been hurting. Those guys were not. They were just. Yep. They were literally in that movie to be Walt, Walter and, and Stat. And yeah, Statler, Statler and Waldorf. Statler yeah. and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my god, this like, movie ain't half guys, bad. Guys, why are you watching this movie? And it's a movie that has bad reviews, but it's way better than that. I yeah. think that movie's yeah. creepy and it's claustrophobic. Yeah. So, uh, let me tell you about a great experience I had that we didn't watch together. Uh, I watched actually. You know what? All in all, this may have been quote-unquote the most spiritual experience i had okay. watching a movie okay. or like a religious experience and the movie itself it's not even a movie that i've watched ever again since uh-huh. then because i know it's just not gonna be the same and i watched i watched the movie gravity in okay. 2013 i watched it with our friend chris we mm-hmm. watched it in 3d mm-hmm. uh i was in awe that entire movie mm-hmm. i felt like i was in space whenever uh characters were like about to die and, and got and got away and didn't die it felt like i was in that same boat with them yeah uh, it was just at the time i'd never seen anything like that as far as a uh, visual storytelling goes and at the end of it i was like i, fe- I felt changed by the end of that movie. <laughs> i haven't watched it since because i know good and well it's just not gonna yeah it's just not gonna yeah. it's not gonna be the same it's not gonna live up to what it was watching in theater i would have loved to watch that one in imax yeah that was just such a that was just such a, an incredible uh, emotional experience and it's if you watched it on tv just you you wouldn't feel that i don't think one of my one of my fondest memories of us being in the theater <laughs> together was a movie called Paranormal Activity. 
Now, you want to talk about a movie that we're going to spoil, because it's been, what, 15 years since this movie came out, roughly? Maybe? Maybe? Uh, to, I think I think eventually it came to, to theaters in either tw- 2009 or 2010, because remember, it was out for a while, but then uh, All right. you were able to like almost, demand your theater to get it, and that's what we did. It's almost 15 years. Yeah. So, there's a scene in the movie. <laughs> this movie was, was very tense, very... We didn't love it though. What we didn't really like it. Though. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like okay, it, was, okay. it was a. It wasn't a comedy fest. It was. <laughs> it was not a comedy fest. It was a tense movie in the fact that everyone in the audience was feeling the tension. They were scared. They were legitimately scared. Yeah, they were legitimately scared. You and I though caught on to the film very, very quickly. That the moment you started to hear the air conditioner noise, uh-huh. something was about to happen. Uh-huh. So you would hear like. And then it's a very cheap movie. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was very cheap. So you would hear this, yeah. and then a door would slam, or you hear, and something would fly across yeah. the room, or you hear, and then somebody would pop out of nowhere. Yeah. So the priest comes to the house, and he comes into the house, and the first words out of his mouth are, "Oh no, I can't be here." The spirit does not like me being here. And there were audible <gasps> in the theater. Yeah, we laughed so we hard. We laughed so hard, Here's dude. The thing. It was that scene was supposed, supposed to, to be, be funny. funny. It was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be funny. That was supposed to be a funny that was like and, the one funny scene in the movie, and, kinda. And, but it was it was where he was like, Oh god, I can't be here. The the, the demon spirit, does the spirit does not the like me being here. The demon does not want me being here. <laughs> and we were audibly gut laughing. Like yeah. like we I can distinctly remember you laughing like so hard, and I was yeah. sitting there went, yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> looking back on it now, maybe we were a bit assholeish about it. It was funny. But it was funny. Dude, that was funny. It was funny, and I, I will always say, and it was funny when people would be like, "Oh God, that was that was a horrifying movie." I, I would always look that, look at him and say, "Well, me and Caleb laughed." No, that was a funny scene. Yeah, uh, and, and the thing you can compare that to is is something I have on here that we were both in that we had that was awful, but we, luckily. I believe you still really love the movie. What's that? We watched Hereditary. Oh yeah. So I, another thing of a person trying to make themselves the star so of the show. I watched the movie on Thursday, and it was a great, it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Then we watched it again on Sunday, and people turned on the movie. Yeah, people turned, and there was a lot of people there on that Sunday. They kept yep. doing that. Yep. The, 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 the 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 clicking the, the sound, the clicking of the tongue. Yep. Um, yeah, they and they were they people were laughing at compared to the paranormal activity scene. That scene is funny. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. They were laughing at things in Hereditary that aren't funny. Right. Because they right. don't watch movies with this kind of tone, uh, which Hereditary rides a line between absurd and horrifying and yeah. flat-out evil. Like surrealist It's something situation. that they've just never witnessed, and their right. reaction was to laugh and ruin everybody's yeah. time. Yeah. The movie's not funny. There's literally one funny scene in Hereditary, yeah. and I laughed at it. It is yeah. a funny scene. Yeah. I don't think they laughed at that scene. They were laughing at stuff that was supposed to be kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh, laughing at people... Uh, showing like full frontal nudity, yeah, like they, like they've never seen it before. Yeah, that's another thing that, that annoys me when there's full frontal nudity in the movie and people act like they have never seen a naked body yeah. before. That annoys me so. Much. <gasps> oh man, it's like, it's like, dude, it's like you had these parts. You're yeah. naked. Like yeah. underneath your clothes, you're naked. Yeah. Every time you get in the shower, you're or maybe not. Maybe you're a never nude, like Tobias <laughs> from Arrested Development. You're wearing jeans shorts. <laughs> maybe you're trying to blow yourself. Or but yeah, that that was a really annoying. I hated that because I I personally. 
vouched for the, this movie for yep. a lot of people that came with us, yep. and I was like, I'm sorry that the that these people, that these people were, people, were just awful. I remember yeah. when we, I remember us leaving that theater, we were audibly... We were angry. We were angry. Yeah. Because I remember leaving the theater, and Richard, and I, I don't remember who, it might have been, was it Josh maybe? No, it wasn't Josh. I don't know. But Richard was standing there, and he goes, so how was the movie? And I remember, remember audibly saying to him, would have been better if we wouldn't have been in there with a bunch of assholes. Yeah, for real. Like, as loud as I could say it. It had to be about 10 to 12 people, Yeah, right? as loud as I could say yeah. it, and Richard was like, oh, did something happen? I was like, yeah, we had a bunch of assholes in there doing... That's the thing. All day. It's different if it's one to two people you can you can do the... You can quote-unquote report them. When it's so many people, what are you going to do? Be like, hey, kick everybody out of this theater. I mean, you There's got not the, much you can do in the... In the you the, got the money already. In the, yeah, it's true, but the theater... They will kind of if they, if you try to kick them out, they will try to demand refunds and they'll call it a fit. It's it's a real pickle that movie theaters in general that it's a it's it's really hard to implement rules. Right. Like, hey, you you can tell them to do these things, but are they going to? Yeah. And what 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 are you going to do if they don't do these things? Yeah, it it yeah. sucks. It's a sucky. It, I just wish. They, I remember there was a time when I was working at the theater where I we were going to all these movies and I became very elitist about watching movies. I was like, I literally just wish, wish every human being was like me. I'm still elitist <laughs> watching movies. I wish. I, I still because I know how I to act up a little bit, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I know how to act during a movie. But I, I, there was a time I was like, I wish everyone was just like me, <laughs> like just enjoy the movie, watch the movie, don't watch, say a yeah. daggone thing. Yeah, um, laugh if you think it's funny, but don't hijack the theater to make you the star of the movie. You're not the star. Let of the me movie. tell you about an awful experience that me and you had. Okay, like watching a movie called The Gift. Oh, buddy, I, <laughs> trust me, I was going to talk about this anyway. Came out in 2015. I was going to talk Bateman. about this anyway. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, this is a big gripe. Ooh. This is a big gripe for me because I had this also just listed by itself. Is yeah. that it annoys me when parents can't get like a babysitter and they bring their kid to a movie that's entirely inappropriate for them and yes. an R-rated movie. Yes, they bring the kids to this movie, and I'd say for the bulk of the second half, they let those kids run around in that yeah. movie theater. They were running on. It they were sucked. running down in the bottom of the front in row, front of the screen, yeah. in front of the screen. And they didn't and do a daggone thing. They didn't thing. even try. They didn't do anything. They didn't even try, dude. And I'm like, with you. And people I'm can say, you. like, well, maybe you know if you had kids. I wouldn't bring a kid to the gift. I wouldn't bring a kid to the movie theater, period, unless I, it's a kid's movie that I know. that. And, and and on top of that, I wouldn't bring a kid to a movie theater unless they knew how to act. Yeah. They better know. They better know. You need to know what movie you're watching, even if it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, maybe some some of these movies that aren't three, four-year-old we'll go. We'll talk about that here in a second, we're going to go back to Barbie for just a minute, whenever whenever okay. we're done with this. But yeah, The Gift, that was a really, really... Uh, luckily, the movie's good, and, yeah. you know, I got, I got to watch it again later, like, on, like, DVD. Yeah, it's, we watched it, it's it again. Still really good. It's not like it's a big theatrical, like, cinematic right. experience. It's right. just a good, solid movie. But, yeah, that sucks. That's always that was, a that was terrible. That's a sucky experience, It was terrible. You know? But then you know what? On the fl- uh, going back to Barbie though, we want to talk about Barbie because we were we were told yesterday that um, again on the uh, the interwebs that people went out of Barbie and were demanding refunds. Oh yeah, folks, let me tell you something. I know, like you said, it was a fine line between you know a movie theater making money and stuff like that, and and and, and again, I don't own a movie theater. I don't know anything about that. But I would almost preface every single theater with no refunds. If you don't know what you're getting into when you walk into a theater and you you don't know whether or not a PG-13 is appealing movie to your 6 and 7 year old, that's what the MPAA is for. There's literally, I mean, Google, Google, everybody has access to Google. There's literally a thing on IMDb yep, that tells you what the movie's rated for. 
Yeah, it's a parent's guide. It'll yeah. show you the things that it's rated yeah. PG-13 for. So if you look at the PG-13 box and it says suggestive yeah. themes and, and whatever, and that's not enough for you yeah. to realize, go to the parent's guide. Yeah. It'll tell you that the movie says the words vagina and penis. Yeah. It says that. I guarantee you every fiber of my being, every and I said this to Nancy, every fiber of my being, when we go back and watch Oppenheimer on Sunday, they will have a sign-up saying that Barbie it is not... Is, it, Barbie has this hey. has explicit, quote-unquote, explicit language geared toward children... I, I, I don't even think this is just a local thing. I bet this is going to be a global thing. Oh, it will thing. be. Yeah. It will uh, be. It will yeah, be. Because I've, I've already seen Facebook posts of people and being like, do not take your kids to watch Barbie. I was like, well, yeah, you shouldn't take yeah, your you shouldn't four, take you shouldn't your four-year-old four, to watch your four, Barbie. Your four, five, six-year-old. But like I said, like if you're eight and nine, they'll probably have a good time. Yeah. It's funny, and some jokes might go over the head because they're smart and existential. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I, th- I, th- I think an eight, nine-year-old can handle Barbie. Well... <laughs> If they know how to act in a movie theater, that yep. is. But by the time you're eight and nine, you should know how to act in a movie theater. Well, on the on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, I'm sorry. Talking about movies that we have went in that have been we've had some, we've had some good experiences yeah, in have. kids movies with kids. Yeah, I don't um, think so. We watched Sonic the Hedgehog, for instance. Uh huh. Do you remember the kid that was behind us in Sonic the Hedgehog? Super pumped about Sonic. He was super pumped about Sonic. <laughs> and you know what? He he knew the characters. Yeah, he knew more and he was ever. so he was so pumped about Sonic, it got me pumped for Sonic. <laughs> like legitimately. Yeah. Like he, he was, was there, there he was Sonic. he was there for yeah. Sonic. He was yeah, like yeah. Cause, cause like it was starting out, he was like, Baby Sonic. He's like, Yeah. He's like, Oh look at him, he's running, he's running cool. Yeah. And you know, and he's like, He's so fast and stuff like and and the mom was like trying to shush him. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of be like, no, let him, let him have fun, you know, because it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And again, but that was another, and he, they were right behind us, but it, yeah. you know, but, you know, we have, we've had good experiences and bad experiences with children in theaters. So, but the gift has yeah. been, the gift was, that was a, terrible. That was a, that was a bad one. Um, terrible. Let me ask you this. Is it possible to watch a movie and just a, a theater that, that is just drenched with kids just being awful? But coming out and be like, that was a five out of five movie. Still really love that. Because that happened to me in 2019 with Toy Story 4. Because we watched it in on that Thursday. Yeah. And there was a lot of people in there. And kids did not shut up. Yeah. And it wasn't like they were into the movie or whatever. They just yeah. didn't shut up. I don't remember the kids in the movie. Okay. So Well, luckily, we, we tried to distance ourselves because we set more towards the front. Yeah. But it was, there was just so many. It was. That, uh, I was like, oh my god, this would have been so much mm-hmm. better if these kids come on. This is this is, this is Toy Story. This, yeah. is, this is for me, yeah. okay, kid. This isn't for you. This is me. But it, I still came out and be like, that was five. That's five out of five movie. Yeah. I still it still moved me emotionally, and I got what I needed. I, you know, I just wish I wouldn't have heard all the awful the chitter uh, chatter, awful chatter. But I also watched the movie It. I think it might have been when me and you watched because I watched it by myself because you mm-hmm. were doing something else on that yeah. Thursday. And I wa- we watched it, and somebody brought a, a baby. We had it, we had it. ASW that night. Yeah. We so did like a Thursday so me, night Me show. and you came back and watched it maybe like yeah. the next day. It was on day. Friday. And Friday. Uh, somebody brought a baby to it. And yeah, they cried. That baby cried because that's what happens when you bring a baby, especially to a loud horror movie filled with jump scares, is that the baby's going to cry. Like, well, who, who, who does that? Who does that, Josh? Parents. Tell me. Parents. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Parents. Tell me why, why you bringing in your baby. Par- the parody law, we can do that. Yep. <laughs> the law of parody. Uh, the Copyright Act of 1976. So, for use. I think the most pumped I've ever been in a movie theater. Okay. So this is a good experience. Okay. It's not even necessarily that because the movie was like incredible. The movie's okay. good. Okay. But I think the most pumped I've ever, I've, I've yet to reach this level of excitement. Okay. What is it? In 2017, we watched a little movie called Split. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I know exactly what. So by, the, by now we know that the Unbreakable Split are connected. Yep. You didn't know that before. No, no. nobody knew that. Nobody knew that. They kept that under wraps. Nobody knew that. So the movie ends. Yep. And then we it's, get the after uh, the split title. The split, split title comes up. Yep. And it says like directed by Not Shyamalan. Yep. And then there's a scene pop up inside of a diner, pan to Bruce Willis, this character from Unbreakable. Yep. You find out that this movie is in the Unbreakable universe, and I yep. lost my mind. We I, both did. I, we I'm both still did. trying to reach that level of euphoria. I in remember. Movie theater. It's I re- not going to happen. I don't think. I remember that you and I, when it happened, we kind of we both like had audible <gasps> gasps, and then and I remember like inching. This is the first time I ever. I inched closer to the front of my seat and had my hands in front of my face. I was shaking, and then I looked at you and I went, and I literally went, oh. "Holy." They did that. <laughs> and I don't and think a lot of people just, knew. No, a lot of people didn't get it. But I'm, I'm a big Unbreakable fan. But for us, we were like, oh my God, they did a it. sequel. They did it. So, they did it. Yes, that was, that and was that, fun. And in retrospect, that made the movie better. Better, yes. better because yep. hey, I had a hard time believing that James McAvoy's character could do these things with his body. But if this movie takes place in the Unbreakable universe, it yep. makes sense. Yep. Because... Bruce Willis's character is literally unbreakable. His 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 only weakness is water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cannot be broken. Yep. And I was like, oh, this makes sense that that there be a character like this exists as long as well as Mr. Glass. Yep. So yeah, I remember I went to a basketball game after that movie. Yeah. My sister was cheering, and I, I told because Dad is a huge Unbreakable fan. Yeah. And I just, I, I, it took everything in me. <laughs> Dad, we have to see Split. Sometime next week, we gotta watch Split. Trust me. It may or not be. It may or may not be a continuation of a movie that you really love, and he never figured it out until yeah. we watched Split. And he was like, he was "That's like, great." Oh. He was like, "Holy cow, that's great." So was, that's he, awesome. He was able to like. I was like, "Dad, don't get, don't get on the internet between now. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it." So that, that that was awesome. Yeah. Back to back to awfulness. Can I, okay, so <laughs> so awfulness. I'm going to trigger some trauma for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trigger some trauma for you, Caleb. I'm sorry about this in advance. People that leave messes in a theater. <sighs> Dude, let me tell you something. I have never in my life cleaned a movie theater. Never have. But when we watched... Oh, the flashback. When, getting the shakes. When we watched uh, Mission Impossible, and I literally heard the dude behind us pour his popcorn bucket into the floor, Yeah, I could have reached back there and punched him in the face. Oh, yeah. Listen, folks, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you go... Okay, number one. If you take children to a movie theater, do not let them pack their own popcorn and stuff. Don't, because you know why? Nine out of ten times, they're going to spill it. They're going to drop it. They're going to spill it. Just for clarification, this was a grown man. In the oh, this Impossible. was yeah. yeah. Mission Impossible was a grown man. I'm just talking. Oh in yeah, yeah. I'm talking in general. It's likely, it's going to end in disaster. It's going to end. In, it's going to end in disaster. I just don't. I think people in general do not do not know how to control their popcorn. They don't. I hate. I hate the. Whenever they're running out of the salted popcorn or whatever, mm-hmm. and they start shaking their bag, oh my god, or their, or their bucket, I was like, "This is literally so annoying, guy. Let Why me are you, you doing this?" Okay, so if you go to a movie theater and you are able to do your own popcorn and stuff, because our theater does allow that. The greater, yeah, yeah. the greater Huntington uh, Theatrical Corporation. I don't know what they. I don't know what the real name is. The Huntington Theaters. The Huntington Theaters. They have all you can eat popcorn and drinks. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. You know that you know you pay you pay your flat fee and then you can get as much popcorn as you want. Let me tell you all a little trick. You see on Facebook and all that stuff, they have the little straw gimmicks and all that mumbo-jumbo to get butter and everything into your popcorn. No, the trick is barely put a little in, put in some butter, 
toss it around. Toss it around. Don't be tossing around during. Don't the movie. be tossing it around during the theater because or during the movie because if you do this before, Caleb's gonna come for you. Before then, you will have <laughs> evenly buttered and salted popcorn, and you will have it throughout the whole movie. And continue to do this until you get to the top of the bucket, and then when you get to the yeah. top of the bucket, you spray it on the top or put it on the top. Okay. Done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, having said that. Don't give your popcorn to ch- or don't give popcorn to children to carry. Don't, don't give, give them drinks. Don't, don't give them anything. Don't feed your children. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't <laughs> ever. If okay, here and also here's here's another thing. If you are one of those people that when you don't like the movie, you're going to sit there and just twiddle your bucket or just pour popcorn in the floor just because you can, you're an asshole. Yeah. You yeah. are undeniably an asshole. Yeah. And you have no business going to a theater. No. None. You should because be banned outlaw. Yeah, you should be banned immediately yeah. for that. And... <laughs> No doubt. Caleb, you know Bantam. what? You know what? You know what? We would have like a twenty seat theater. If you and I owned a seat, a theater, it would literally be a twenty seat theater that the same people would come yeah. to every single weekend. Yeah. Because we would not put up with anybody's crap with it. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. So you know, you know I this about me, but it. maybe the people out there don't. I actually have major disdain for popcorn. I hate it. Hate it. And a big part of that was working at the movie theater. Yeah, and I because understand whenever that. you're having to clean. Huge popcorn messes yep. inside of the theater. Yep. I worked at night. I didn't work during the day, so I wasn't the yep. one sweeping it under the the, the, the ushers. They do what they they got to do to, to yeah. make the theater look presentable. That means sweeping under the seat. That means we got to clean up that night. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, that just I feel so and still so enraged mm-hmm. by what they would do with the popcorn and just yep. food in general. Yeah, I found like buckets of KFC <laughs> inside some of those theaters. What I found the? liquor. You know, I found, I found uh, condoms. I found everything. Buckets of KFC. Yeah, I found like a family a family dinner like KFC <laughs> inside. Are of you theater. serious? Yeah, dude. I'd find how. Dude, I don't know. I don't know how they stuck that in there. But so I, that's I'd why find they, crazy. That's stuff, why man. they don't have the large ba- uh, the large uh, backpack rule anymore. So nobody can probably sneak yeah. They snuck, that, they snuck that bucket of fried chicken in there. Yeah, crazy. People stuck in some crazy <laughs> stuff in there, man. Seriously. Okay, okay, picture it. Picture it. You're going to see a movie, and it's only like you and like six people, and you're sitting there, and me and you are sitting there, and you just go, Caleb, you smell chicken? For real. You smell chicken? <laughs> yeah, I got some drumsticks down here, man. You want one? No, no I don't. But seriously, if, if, you can go, if you go to a movie theater, and, and you make some of the messes that I've seen and had to clean up, yeah. You don't deserve to be able to go, to, to, to go to a movie theater. theater. I'm being honest with you. I'll, no, I agree. I'll tell anybody that. I don't care if you're agree. Or not. I'll tell you right now. I'll I, absolutely agree. This is agree one thing you. I take super serious because we all live our day to day lives. Life's kind of miserable. Yeah. Sometimes you want to go to the movies to just get away an and escape. Watch, watch a movie es- that. It's an escapism. Watch a movie that you've been wanting to watch. But popcorn and all that stuff can ruin that. It can. It, <laughs> it really can. can. Ruin it. it can <laughs> Gosh, yo, don't spill it. Listen, okay. So for me with popcorn, okay, if I, I spe- if I if I just so happen to walk inside of a theater with a bucket of popcorn and I spilled some of it, you know what I do? I, I'd clean. I'd, I'd grab, clean it I'd up. I'd grab the most. Re- I'd like. I would clean. Like, usher, no, I got this. Yeah. I'm cleaning this yeah, up. I cleaned this up. I made this mess. And I've actually I've actually seen someone do that before. And I, and I real, would. That was really cool. I was yeah. Like, Thank you, sir. Um, because you know, accident. Okay, accidents happen. Yeah. Okay, popcorn buckets are buttery. They're slick. If you drop it, yeah, go find an usher and say, "Hey, can I get a dustpan and a broom?" 
because mm-hmm. I just spilled a whole bunch of popcorn in here. Yeah. But it's the mental it's the entitlement elitist mentality of oh they pay people to do that. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. These Appalachians are crazy, man. And it's and it's <laughs> they're it's, uppity. <laughs> it's like they have a better greater than greater than thou attitude yeah. when it comes to going to the movie theater. And it's ridiculous. They're it's disgusting. Paid to, uh, there's one if there's one thing I hate more than anything is when someone says, Oh, someone's getting paid to clean that up. Just like yep. oh god. Yeah. Yeah, better on people at a restaurant. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm gonna actually clean this mess up yep. right here. I'm not gonna. I don't want them to have to yep. clean this up. And see, that's my. And we're gonna side sidetrack talking about that. Well, I'm gonna sidebar just real fast. That's the way I am with hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. I know, I know there are people house cleaning that comes yeah. in and, and picks up and everything, but I make it an absolute mission yeah. that I do not leave a hotel room a, a disaster area. Yeah. I make sure that everything is put. In mm-hmm. one singular place, garbage is in one space, towels and everything are in another space, yeah. bed linen is in yeah. another space. I cannot, I cannot picture myself leaving somewhere and it being an absolute mess for someone else to yeah. clean up. Well, I you, can't do you it. You want to make it as easy as possible because just look at how many hotel rooms they got to go through. That exactly. Day. Exactly. I mean, you want to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. Okay. And it's the same. Yeah. Thing yeah. They're going to work for their money, but geez, make it as easy as possible. Right. Gosh. Right. And it's the same thing with a movie theater. <clears throat> Be respectful of that's the thing be respectful to the art of cinema oh yeah that that's what this all boils down to is be respectful to the art of cinema and be respectful to the other people that are in the theater with you yeah so let me tell you about a hilarious experience (laughs) luckily us watching this movie i'm about to talk about watching the movie was not bad at all it was a very good experience actually we watched it in charleston but we watched the movie Mother, directed by Darren Harris. Oh my God! Okay, and yeah. uh, it was it was it was a weird collection of people in the theater. There yep. was a couple of older women to our yep. left. I was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to be enjoying. They're this not. Movie. They're they're not going to get essentially. This movie. If you don't know, the movie is essentially like a a very uh, perverse adaptation of the Bible. Yes, and it covers the whole dang thing. Kind of, yeah, it fast tracks it. Right. Some crazy stuff happens. You know, it's a it's a. Storytelling is you know, exactly what you'd expect narratively. Right, right. You will say there's no other movie like it. No. So the movie ends, and a guy stands up, and he says, Ah, typical Hollywood bullshit. And Sorry for the explicit, but that's in, in my literally mind, a quote. In my mind, I just wanted to laugh, because like, this is literally the definition the, the, of not, not anything that's that. typical of Hollywood. Yep. And I remember the the two older women in front of us. If I'm not mistaken, they liked the movie. Yeah, they're like, they're like I think this was Jennifer Lawrence's best performance. Well, that's like, what a shock. Well, do, you remember, do you remember what else they said though? No. Do you remember? What, okay, so they got up. Uh-huh. They got up and they said, "Well, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I think that was Jennifer Lawrence's best role." That's what they said. Yeah, but I agree because I was laughing at. I wasn't laughing at the dude's reaction in yeah. the front who didn't get the movie. I was it's laughing the at the women because <laughs> yeah. they were like, "Well, I don't know what just happened, Jennifer but I think that was Jennifer Lawrence." His best best role, and then the guy in front was like, typical Hollywood He just wanted to come to make sure that possibly That's, he would see Jennifer Lawrence naked. It's similar, we'll right down to it. And you did, but you probably didn't want to. But with the context of the brutal brutality of right. that scene, right? Um, that's similar to uh, when we watched it comes at night. Uh, I think there might have been a couple instances where people started to turn on the movie, but the the, the experience itself wasn't bad until after the movie was over. Yeah, when the movie ends when people are like, yeah. "What was this? Why did I sit through this?" Yeah. I was like, "Well." Like the movie just wasn't what you wanted it. Yeah, it was actually kind of a good thriller. Yeah, it was. Yeah, some, just, that's another thing. Sometimes people, uh, especially with A twenty four in that era, you know, the movies might be a little bit mismarketed, but you need to know that 
Yeah. Twenty Four has a specific brand. Yep. And they do this to kind of bring people in, especially yep. with their horror movies. It was a surreal, ex- uh, suspenseful movie, yeah. but people didn't get that. Now let me tell you about a horror movie that was just an awful. Ex- I actually, you know, all in all, this would might have been like the worst theater we was ever in. Yeah. And it's Halloween, twenty eighteen. Oh god. Because this might have been the one instance oh, where I just my god. where I actually just got taken out of the movie for the entire movie, and there was no, there was no, and and. I, Personally, I've seen the movie again. I don't think it's very good. Yeah, but but for my me, God, though, the for crowd me, did though, not help. For me, though, I like the Michael Myers movies. Uh-huh. I do. I have a soft spot for... You like Michael? You like Michael Myers? <laughs> I, apparently, I'm Scooby-Doo now. Apparently. <laughs> uh, but I have a soft spot for the Michael Myers movies. And the reason why is whenever they came on AMC, I would watch them on AMC during Halloween, the Halloween uh-huh. Fest. Because they would show like one, two, four, and five, and six. And then, you know, they would occasionally show H2O and they would, you know, and and what was the other one? Oh, crap. Just the Revenge of Michael Myers or the Curse of Michael Myers. No, that's, that's uh, five. I don't know. Things. Four. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, Resurrection. That's what okay, it was. Okay, okay. And they would occasionally show those, um, and I would watch them. I was like, you know, it's mindless. You know, it's just something I have on mm-hmm. in the background when you're doing something else or whatever. So I was excited to see Halloween. Cause I, I, mean, wa- I, was and, I wa- and I watched the other two. I watched I the Rob excited. Zombie ones in theaters. Didn't like them. Yeah, they're not good. Didn't like them. They're yeah. not good. But... I thoroughly was excited Me for... Too. It had good reviews. For, for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, my God. The that was people, unbearable. The people actually. behind us were absolutely unbearable. They were unbearable, but it was also the entire, almost the entire... Yeah. I could probably pick... Yeah. I probably could have counted on, on, on two hands the amount of people that were respectful to that movie. And yeah. this was a nearly packed theater. Yeah. The people yeah. behind us literally commented on everything. Everything. There's a scene where Michael gets... I mean, Michael Myers is like supernatural or whatever. And the scene that he should have died, but he, you know, we know he's not dead. And the yep. woman I was like, is he dead? Saying it out loud, I was like, lady, have you not watched I a turn, Michael Myers movie into before? King I was like, lady, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Michael Myers is good for me. She thinks she's the queen. And and where's the sorry people? But yeah, that was, that was probably, all in all, the collectively, yeah. the worst theater I've It was like everybody. Yeah. There was no... There was no. nothing. You couldn't escape it. No, no. And I think it was probably like that nearly. That was that was a bad time to be working at that theater like I yeah. was because that movie sold so many too because that was one of those ones where they had to bring an extra screening similar yeah. to It for It's and uh, the Medea movie. Remember, <sighs> remember the, Boo? The Medea movies weren't as bad as It or Halloween though. Yeah. Those were two... Yeah. For my tenure of working there, those were the two most sold movies mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. it's sh- shocking that there are rated horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. But people do not know how to act. Whenever yeah. you get a room full of horror, like I said, when I watched Mama in 2013, people didn't know how to act. Yeah. So I like to, I like to, you know, I'm going to stick to watching horror early in the day, yeah. I think. Uh, well, see, know, that for, was an awful experience. There Holy was a, there was a time there when you and I were getting, we had a few bad experiences back to back to back. Yeah, there was a time where I was like, I was questioning going back to the movie. And then, yeah, we were. <laughs> you and I both, I was like, I, I looked at you and said, I'm just I don't gonna, know if it's worth it. Just, yeah, I, I was like, I'm just going to wait for it to come out on DVD or come out yeah. on streaming. Yeah. And we were de- we were trying to devise plans of how we could escape people. Do you remember that? Well, we'll move. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because we were sitting there, was like, you know what? We're just going to wait until like twelve o'clock in the day on a Saturday, yeah. or twelve o'clock in the yeah, day yeah, on a yeah. Monday, yeah. And, or on a Sunday, and come mm-hmm. over like while people are in church and, and all, and yeah. like are are going to dinner and stuff with their families, just so we could try to have empty theaters. Uh-huh. And and it almost got to the point where I was like saying things. 
you know what? We're not going to go watch them when it premieres. We'll just wait until it gets into the small theater and we'll go watch it then. <laughs> We've done that, um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of uh, the small theater, the theater eight in our theater is the smallest theater. It yeah, only yeah. Has, has, what, 60, 60 seats? If that. If that, 45. Yeah, it, it has 45 to 60 40 seats. To 40, 40, 40, 40 to 50 when we probably. watched three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Do you that. remember that? We were in the small theater, and that was an absolute blast. Sure, but there was a person that we know. I'm not going to say any names, but there was yeah. a person that we know that was snoring in the front row. And I had, I believe, I had to text a manager and be like, "Hey, this guy we know is snoring. Please stop him." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a guy uh, we know. I'm not going to say his name, obviously. But yeah, uh, you can tell me off the air. I don't, remember, off the air. I don't remember. He was that. snoring. It didn't. I'd already seen the movie. Yeah, I yeah. watched it illegally. Yeah, because I was like, oh. I was like, "This is Martin McDonough. I'm going to watch it." Cause I didn't think we was going to get it, but yeah. we did get it. We did end up getting it. I mean, that's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad experience. See, I don't remember. I don't remember the snoring. So maybe I was just so invested in he the was movie. Th- he fell asleep and he was he was snoring, yeah. and I was yeah. like, he needs to be stopped. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's a guy we know. <laughs> well, speaking of one of the worst movie experiences. See, I was going to bring this up also. Is it, well, let's say it on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Okay. Yes. I have that on here, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if you know me, I don't like the movie. Yeah. I, I don't like the, I don't think it's very good. I think it has it has redeeming qualities, but the, literally uh, this has nothing to do with that. This, is, this was such an upsetting thing that happened. I think the movie is, okay, okay, it's okay. Yeah, it was. I didn't There's better biopics. There was no. I okay. feel like there was no actual merit for its best picture nominee or yeah. its best actor win. I think it's one of the worst best actor wins of all time. Yeah. But what was happening in this theater was uncalled so, for and and ridiculous and annoying by a very well hated person from where we live. Yes. A very well hated person. I don't know anybody that likes this person. So the end of the movie happens, and this person says a homophobic slur Mm -hmm. and if you know anything about caleb and myself uh, we don't get political on the show Mm -hmm. we usually don't get political no no but we're about to caleb and i are very progressive open-minded lgbtqia plus allies Mm -hmm. we think everybody should be able to love who they want to love yeah and not have to worry about any sort of repercussion from anyone that has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. So there's your political post and there's your political statement of the episode and probably it will never be brought up again. However, in this case, there was such an uproar in this theater and I will forever... Everybody hated him. Everybody... Wanted to fire complaint. <laughs> when we yeah. left the theater, um, there was a Facebook post that was made yeah. about this person by yeah. by someone in our area that is a musician well, that was our, a musician friend of ours um, I won't say his name because it's not really relevant now to the story mm-hmm. uh, but that was that post was made and it got so much traction and so many comments by everybody that the theater ended up banning this guy yeah <laughs> um, and that was great <laughs> and it was great because in all honesty, it was deserved. Absolutely. I don't even remember no, what he said. Yes, do you the, remember what he said? I remember a couple. I do remember a couple. What things. did he say? Go I ahead and put. Uh, you can go ahead know, and he say didn't it. say like the F slur or anything like that. Can I say what he said? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, Absolutely. Okay. This wasn't the, just at the, the end con, of the movie. In the context, I'd of say it. through through half the movie to the end, he was saying things. Yes. Uh, there was one. Well, first off, you're watching a movie about Queen with Freddie Mercury. Yep. Who is gay? Is is gay? Is gay. He's gay. Uh, so I don't know what you're thinking whenever you say, like, whenever he has an outfit on, he's like, and the guy's like, huh. it's like he looks like a homo. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, then another time he said that he uh, looks like a uh, fruitcake is, is something else that he said. And he said a couple other things I don't Jesus remember, but Christ. it was, yeah, towards the end of the movie, he did, he did, where he did ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. And it, God, we were all mad. We, everybody we were, was with a group of like six or seven people. Yeah. And we were just like, what, 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 what the hell? Yeah. 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 That was, a, that, that I'm, was I'm absolutely, glad he got, I'm glad he got Yeah. Banned. That was an absolutely unbearable yeah. And also, he experience. might have said the F slur. I don't know. I, I mean, there was some. There, I tried to block him out. Yeah, there towards the he end. He said, "I don't remember what it was, but he said something at the end of the movie while the credits were rolling because they were playing. Um, I believe the end credit songs. Those were the days of our lives, right? I can't remember. Exactly. It's 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 the la- one of the last songs that that Freddie did with mm-hmm. Queen. Um, it was the last music video he was ever in. Mm-hmm. I believe that's what the song was. Um, and he said something. I don't remember what exactly it was, but I remember when he said it, the majority of us that were together were just like, our jaws hit the floor. Yeah, that he would, I can't that remember. He said that. I don't remember what. Maybe it was just. Was it one of the things so that traumatic I said? That, yeah, I doubt it was one maybe of the things. Maybe that's what it meant. I guess that. in context, I know, I know I repeated it, but in context of the way he was saying it, it was like, why, what on earth? Like, yeah. How, why, yeah. Why did he say that? Yeah. Are you kidding me? So that that's. Now that I remember. Re- I'd, I had that blocked that from my. That I had blocked that from my brain. That whole situation. We were all pretty heated, but we were we were mad. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So the theater ended up banning this guy. I still don't think he's allowed back at the theater. Um, I hope not. He I sucks. hope not. He doesn't. I saw. Need to I saw him post on, on somebody else's status that I knew. Yeah. a few days ago. And he said something really stupid. That person called them out on that big. Part. Oh yeah, I know. Did you see talking, that? I know what you're talking about. I, like, I know exactly like, who, what you're talking I was about. Like, who on earth comments that yeah. on a status? Yeah. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm not going to repeat any of it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. He. God, he sucks so bad. He yeah. sucks so hard. Wish I could say his name, but I'm not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, so I don't have much more. But I brought this up in maybe our first ever episode. Okay. Maybe the first or second episode. Okay. Because the movie came out around then, we watched it in theaters. And that's Babylon. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 okay. So okay. Babylon, I loved Babylon. This was the movie Babylon's that made you go get anxiety medication. You know, not necessarily. <laughs> but I think if I was on anxiety medication while this thing was happening, I would not have reacted as like as heavily as I did. I think you would have. I think you would. I think even with the, even. I think you would have. I think not you on hydroxyzine though. No, I would have just been talked that. You wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have took it though. You wouldn't have took that before, though. Before Babylon. You wouldn't have took that medication. You don't think I would have? No! Why uh, would you... Why would I don't you? think it's the thing that, that sparked it, no. I think I think the fact that I have to get on an airplane next month really helped me. I was like, oh, I better get on medication. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, uh, understandable. But, uh, it's uh, not that bad. No, but... Uh, so if you listen to that episode, I'm sorry I'm repeating it. That was a while ago. No, that's okay. It was in January. It's okay. We can repeat it. So Babylon's a three-hour movie. Uh, we was having a great time. Theater was great. Yep. We watched it in one of the smaller theaters, I yep. believe. And... Uh, Everybody was solid. Uh, loved the movie, but we got to the end. This is a very, very graphic movie. Yeah. One of the most gr- sexually graphic and uh, gross. Like, there's some yeah. gross stuff in this movie. Elephant. Yeah. So, <laughs> a family of four walk in with about 10 to 15 minutes left of the movie. They walk mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. We're immediately thinking, well, they are walking into the wrong movie. Because like, they thought they were walking into Puss in Boots, I Puss in Boots. Yep. So they walked in, and they didn't know that the movie was playing because... At that point, the movie had become a bit visually abstract, and it may have seemed like an ad. We were in Theater 7. Puss in Boots was in Theater 8. We was in Theater 7? Yeah, we were, we were in the theater. Are you sure? Down. I think we were in Theater 8. No, no, no. We were, in, we were in one of the bigger theaters. I thought it was Theater 8. No, no, no. It, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't the... So, 
No, no, no. It was theater eight. It you're right. Boots was in you're theater right. seven. It was theater seven. Okay. Next so door. Flipped them around. Yeah, I'll just say this was a small theater. Yeah. So, and, so you so, have to, but you got to realize in their defense, in their defense, the door for none. theater eight, the door for theater eight, and the door for theater seven are right by but each other. They should have figured, they they figured that in. out. Yeah, because uh, they, they should have realized that. Oh, we've never seen these ads. Yeah, these crazy yeah. visually like experimental ads. Yeah. So I'm thinking, God, it's literally like five minutes before that, something potentially life scarring popped up on the screen before yes. they walked in. So I was like, oh my this gosh. This is going to be bad. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like something's going to happen here and it's going to scar these kids and these parents are going to blame me for not telling them that yep. you're in the wrong theater. And I was like, please don't. So I had a really hard time enjoying the last 10 minutes yep. and I wanted to enjoy that last 10 minutes because yep. it was insane visually. Yep. And I still have not rewatched the movie. But I will eventually. It's just, uh, but that really, that got, I, I was struggling all night with mm-hmm. that. I had to like drink like some stress relief tea. I was like, oh my God, I, I have a headache now and I, my heart's beating out of my chest. That's, that, <laughs> I did not, I did not enjoy that feeling yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, oh God, they're going to blame me. They shouldn't because that, that's stupid. Yeah. But they might. They, they might. might blame me. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? The guy might try to fight me. It's like, you didn't tell me about, <laughs> I brought my kids in there and then there's naked people and you elephant, elephants pooping. <laughs> you didn't tell me this wasn't Puss in Boots. I expected a kitty cat. It boots, <laughs> not an elephant. But yeah, pooping that, on people. That that that, that, that sucked. Uh, yeah, that was pretty bad. But for uh, you, I was laughing. As far as oh, I was struggling, I was laughing I was so hard. I was, well, no, 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 no. I, okay, I wasn't laughing, but I was sitting here going, "These people are in the wrong theater, then wrong theater, wrong theater, wrong theater." Mm-hmm. Get out! <laughs> yeah. Get out! It was rough. Do you, have, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, I have a couple like positive movie theater experiences here, but sure. I, but I mean, I, I could just go through them sure, I, sure. without I going into detail. I, you know, much... like we talked about Annihilation before. Yeah, how, how, that, that felt like a bit, bit of a religious experience yeah. watching that in a, yeah. in a good theater. Uh, my double feature of watching American Hustle and The Wolf of Wall Street in mm-hmm. Charleston with a couple mm-hmm. friends was still like one of my peak days of watching movies. That was great. I'm still trying to capture that feeling. Yeah. That was great. Well, we had we had a good. T- we've done a few double feet. Uh, we've done double a couple, features. We've done a couple. We did one of the most memorable uh, one for me is The Shape of Water and, and uh, Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread. Yeah, because Phantom Thread was so much less enjoyable compared to Shape of Water. But I liked Phantom. I Thread, did like it too. I didn't like as much as Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah. And Shape of Water. If I'm not mistaken, the theater at Park Place for The Shape of Water. It was. It was weird seating, yeah. wasn't it? I loved it. It felt like a, a theater. Yeah. It literally felt like a yeah. theater. Like yeah. Where you'd go watch like a play or something. Yeah. It was uh, so... It was, some of the theaters there were weird and not good. Yeah. Like we, the, the one we watched Evil Dead Rise in felt weird. Yeah. Like the seats... There, that, was they, the same, that was the same one we watched... Um, the uh, Disaster Artist. Disa- yeah, the Disaster Artist. There's so too. many seats and it goes far back, yet the screen doesn't feel big enough. And you, for those... You feel those. so far away from the screen. Yeah. So that's, that, yeah. that was weird. Uh but uh, like I said, Avengers: Infinity War and Game were great experiences. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, watching Avatar: The Way of Water last December on premiere night with my dad in 3D, I was scared to death to watch that in 3D. It's been it had been years since yeah. I watched the 3D. I was like, oh my god! And I only got a headache once, and that was an incredible experience. Yeah. Uh, the action was yet another movie that I have not watched again because mm-hmm. it's just not gonna be good, not gonna be as good. Yeah, it's one of those gravity things or mm-hmm. Avatar one. It's just not it's not gonna be the same if I watch it again. Yeah, but uh, that that's that's really. All that I got here, aside from doing a triple feature of <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes, oh, two yeah. days before War came out. Now, that was awesome. Yeah. Was I there for six and a half hours, seven hours watching movies? Yeah. Did I have to work immediately after it? Yeah. But it was, was it, But was it worth it? You it did was, get that cool poster. I got that cool poster, and it was awesome. Yeah. I loved, I loved doing yeah. that. 
It, it was in three. It was in three D too, and that that wasn't a that was one over three D. We were talking about it last. Might have been. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we talked about it last week. You and I. I wish more theaters would do the classic rewind movies. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and our theater has done them a few times. I don't know how. I don't know how good they sell because you and we were talking about The Shining and getting to watch that in a theater and. Um, but the marquee cinemas do on a Sunday and a Wednesday. They do two screenings. They'll mm-hmm. do like at three and then seven. Um, I think so far right now they have done Jaws, uh, Shrek Two. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was the other one that they were doing? I think they're doing Dirt Dancing or something like that. Uh, but from I, I wish more theaters would do stuff like that. I know it's probably not money makers and stuff like that. But if you've got a if you've got movies that aren't doing well. Mm-hmm. That week, or uh, that you know are on their way out, and they're not selling. You know, throw a throw a classic movie in there sometimes. Yeah. It, depending on, I, and I'm sure it's a rights situation yeah. too of, of showing it and everything, and you got to get like rights, and you probably have to like pay a certain fee to do that, and so on and so forth, which I understand. But some of these movies that we've seen even through the years on DVD and streaming and all that. There's nothing like watching it in the theater. Yeah. Like, Trick or Treat was so much was, fun was watching cool. it in the theater. Watching Inside. Bo, in, Bo Burnham Inside. inside. Yes, yeah, Inside cool. in the theater was cool. And that, I was so that surprised was, when Charleston got that. We, we got to tickets. A, that was an experience, too. That was great. That was, that one, was good. That was, I was like, yeah, I kind of do hope people... Yeah. That some people do sing along. Yeah. And they songs. did. They yeah. did. It wasn't, and it was not obnoxious. No, 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 no. It no, felt, no. it felt cathartic yeah. and, uh, yeah. intimate because it was in a smaller yeah. theater. So. And that was one of the first, like, post COVID, like, yeah, really was, packed theaters that we were in because it was sold out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of the, because that was in summer of 2021. So we'd probably only watched a handful of movies that yeah. year since COVID had happened. Yeah. Like, we yeah. watched like a quiet place and like yeah. in the Heights. But, uh, yeah. That, yeah. was, that was a great experience. It's a great experience. But, you know, speaking of classic movies, what's mm-hmm. so weird is that this past week at our theater, one random night they played Terrifier 1. It's still playing. Is it? I think so. Terrifier 1? I think it's still Not playing. Not Terrifier 2. No, Terrifier, Terrifier 1. 1. I swear, the I super think it's low still budget playing. super low-budget first movie, yeah. Let me, let me double so, check. That's so bizarre. Let me double check. But I'm so pretty sure <laughs> it is playing this weekend, too. Which is like... Uh, yes, it is playing tonight wow. at 9.30. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. God, that movie has one scene in it that it's not. Did you watch the bed, the bedroom scene in Terrifier Two? I've seen parts of with it. the. Uh, I've seen parts of it. Porn. Okay, yeah. So there's a. I say there's a scene in the first one that's maybe just as bad. Uh, and it. Oh God, it was rough. So it's not a very good movie though. So according according to this, according to what's on the website, this movie is playing all the way into Wednesday. <laughs> that's wild. But I don't cool. know why. I mean, that's cool. It's it's weird, but it's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wonder how much tickets are for it. You know, probably the same as regular tickets. I would probably. say, yeah. yeah, probably. But anyway, or it's free, and we still won't go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can watch it on you. You can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> They're giving them away, I tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish we had more um, classic movies get shown at times. And again, I know that's probably out of the realm of possibility, but you know, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Caleb, you got anything else? I don't. I just exited off my Word document. Oh, no. <laughs> that means I am done. Oh, no. And I've left some stuff off because it didn't seem worth talking Need about. the hat over there. Yeah, it's your turn. It's, it's, my, it's, your turn, it's my turn. It's my turn. Well, Hopefully. It, and if it's bad, do what I did. Just do what I did last week. <laughs> pick something else. Put it back. But don't be so obvious about Beatles, it like I was. Beatle's draft. Oh, that'd be, draft. that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet if it's Beatle draft. No, we can't do that. 
We can't do that one. I literally just, yeah, we can't do that. We literally just did that last week, so I can't. Gosh, oh. Can't do that. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. What is it? It's kind of weird, but. Oh, no. It's kind of weird. Okay. Keep that one. Keep okay. that one. Right. Okay. What is it, Josh? <laughs> We're going to do this. We'll do this one. What is it? It's fine. Next week, we are going to go back to what we talked about during the 80s albums but we're going to do the 70s oh, next week oh thank god i've been waiting on this we're going to do this it's been a while since we did the 80s yep. album yep so we're going to the 70s next week okay get ready same same parameters we okay. can only have one band one album per year yeah you can't repeat can't uh, repeat bands. bands yeah so you gotta make Ooh, it count gonna be, you gotta make some sacrifices it's gonna be hard for me man i like making those sacrifices. that's why i like doing it the it's gonna be gonna be hard for me I that's okay. list. i don't i don't think i think i did like make like a list Whenever we did the 80s episode, I made like a, a starter list for like each decade. Mm-hmm. It's going to change. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to spend some time on it next week. That's yeah. fine. I'm probably going to go through yeah. and just be like, ooh, yeah, I like that album. Oh, but no, that album came out in oh, man, 73 I love the 70s. It's hard to decide like what I like the most between 70s and 80s. Because the 90s personally is my favorite, but uh, between 70s and 80s, it's close. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Just drastically different styles yeah. of music. Caleb, where can people find us? Uh, they can find us by typing in chat from a hat on Facebook, Instagram. We're on Twitter, and we're also on TikTok. If you want to email us, you can email us at chatformahatcast at gmail.com. There. There. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, we thank you for taking part in the vote last week, even though it was was garbage that you all... uh, you all voted for Caleb, but Sometimes we appreciate... You just, just got to win sometimes. Listen, we appreciate that feedback. We appreciate that... uh, that connection and that that interaction with you all. So continue to do that. Share the episodes. Make sure everybody that you see hears it. Everybody you see hears it. Everybody you know hears it. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't. You don't. I don't. <laughs> I never do. Uh, but yeah, we like I said, we love the interaction. Continue to interact with us. Let us know uh, what some of your movie theater etiquettes that you hate or love yeah. or some of your experiences that you, you've had. I know our fr- I know some people are our good friend and, and fan of the podcast John Poole. He's going to have some. Oh, He's told me probably. About before, so yeah. Good, good. Yeah, he needs yeah. to, he needs to he needs uh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, and we'll probably read some of those next week because that's probably yeah. going to be. Uh, we want to read people. Listen, bangers. I'm all about that. We're all about coming in hot. Yeah, coming. We in came hot. in hot today, and we, we did. We'll come in hot next week too. We, with we you, will with, with your all's examples of what we happened will. to you. We will. So, folks, we are going to talk to you all next week about '70s albums. I'm looking forward to that, Caleb. Each year, each 70 year through '79. '70 through '79. So, folks, get ready. We're going to talk uh, 20 different albums, more than likely, because uh, uh, we might. I don't know. I don't I think we have different different tastes. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. So, so for you and I, it's probably going to be twenty different records. Maybe, so yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah, so, it'll be fun so, folks, we will talk to you next week about seventies albums. <laughs>